Hello, Nelson, alcoholic addict. Uh, that is not my real name. That is a pen name that I came up with to preserve my anonymity on this newsletter. Sometimes I like to talk about a recovery topic, big or small, and then sometimes I just try to tell an amusing story that relates to recovery, and this is one of those times. Um, I was thinking the other day about when I was a kid growing up in Pennsylvania, we started sex education in fourth grade, and it continued through sixth grade. And it was taught by, you know, the foremost experts in teaching about sexual health, our gym teacher. <laughs> yes, the same guy cackling as he drilled all the nerds with dodgeball one day was suddenly in charge of teaching little kids about the Vos Deferens and the vulva and everything else. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Uh, but that's how it worked back then in the late 1980s. And I remember during that time period, my elementary school would have one day every year where we'd, we'd have an extended uh, classroom lesson, basically. And we'd sit in the gym, and it would be an all-day marathon session where different speakers would come in and talk about everything that the world deemed terrible back then, which was alcohol, drugs, sex, and smoking. These were scare topics uh, for little kids. And so they'd, they'd bring in a cop to do an hour-long presentation on drugs and alcohol, and he'd show photos of car crashes and DUI arrests and horrific livers from people who died of cirrhosis. And then they'd have a doctor talk about the dangers of smoking for an hour, and, and then... Uh, at some point, a nurse would get up and try to scare the living shit out of you about the dangers of sex. Stay away from sex. Stay away from all of it. Um, it was all very 1980s, like that, the whole thought of like, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs. A lot of scare tactics. And I say 1980s, but like sometimes I wonder if it, if it isn't just kind of the American way uh, for many people. And Listen, I don't know. I'm no expert on how to teach kids about this stuff. But personally, and this is just me, I think I may have benefited from a more realistic conversation about how to safely be around those things versus like run like your ass is on fire if someone has a joint at a party, you know. And as a, as a parent myself now, um, I get it. I get why you would want to like kind of go that way when you teach them. But I... I see the way my kids react when they hear you should never, ever, ever, ever do something. Like, they want to do it twice that afternoon. It's like, it's not a repellent. It, it attracts them, you know? So, but back to my fifth grade self and the amusing story I wanted to tell. But um, it's about how I remember vividly one of those all-day sessions of relentless, terrifying photos of, like, tar lungs and pregnant 12-year-olds and... I remember I sat beside two elementary school friends of mine. We were really close, and I and by the end, we our eyes were bulging out of our heads. We were it worked. We were scared. <laughs> and as we walked out of the gym, I remember a conversation that was like it was something like me saying, you know, hey guys, like let's never drink or ever do drugs, never ever ever. And I remember one of my friends was like, yeah, that, that, both of those things they sound terrible. And then my second friend, and he was like, hey, and I'm, I'll tell you this, I'm never smoking a cigarette in my entire life either. And then at the end, I was like, oh, my God, you know, sex, holy crap, it's so disgusting. I am never doing anything like that. 
And at the end, I remember we did a pinky promise for all of it. We were never going to do any of those things. None of us would ever smoke cigarettes, do drugs, drink alcohol, or have sex. We actually did a pinky promise. Remember when kids did that? I'm pretty sure all three of us have been to rehab. <laughs> Stunning news. Like That session was not a sustainable deterrent for any of us. It did not really work. Um <laughs> So in all seriousness, like when I look back, would better education have helped? Probably not. Honestly, you know, I don't, I, you know, I think I was born with a, uh, just, a, I was an addict, you know, and I don't really think any of it would have mattered what kind of education I had gotten, good, bad, or ugly. Um, I think I was going to have issues with all of them, and I did. You know, my so my my fifth grade self would be horrified with how things turned out. Oh man, thanks for letting me.